This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, March 20th, 2021. This Week in Security News. On Wednesday of this week, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the Department of Justice, and the Department of Homeland Security released an unclassified summary of a joint comprehensive threat assessment on domestic violent extremism. The report, the first of its kind to be issued after the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol complex, points to threats from several types of domestic violent extremists, ranging from environmental activists to animal rights extremists, anarchists, as well as adherents of far-right ideologies. The assessment states, however, that by far the greatest threat to public security is presented by ethnically and racially motivated violent extremists in combination with armed militias. The document warns that these groups will, quote, almost certainly grow more active in the coming months. The following are a few bullet point quotes from the threat summary. The intelligence community assesses that domestic violent extremists who are motivated by a range of ideologies and galvanized by recent political and societal events in the United States pose an elevated threat to the homeland in 2021. The intelligence community assesses that lone offenders or small cells of domestic violent extremists are more likely to carry out attacks in the homeland than organizations that allegedly advocate a domestic violent extremist ideology. The intelligence community assesses that racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and militia violent extremists present the most lethal threat, with racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists most likely to conduct mass casualty attacks against civilians and militia violent extremists typically targeting law enforcement and government personnel and facilities. The intelligence community assesses that several factors could increase the likelihood or lethality of domestic violent extremist attacks in 2021 and beyond, including increasing domestic and international support, growing perceptions of government overreach related to legal or policy changes and disruptions, and high-profile attacks spurring follow-on attacks. And finally, lone offenders will continue to pose significant detection and disruption challenges because of their capacity for independent radicalization to violence ability to mobilize discreetly, as well as access to firearms. Alert USA cautions listeners that while an increasing number of government-issued advisories, liaison reports, and threat assessments are now biased towards supposed far-right supremacist threats, there is almost no reporting about any threatening group or movement that might be found on the left. To put this into perspective, why is it extremist to attack a Capitol Police officer, but not extremist to attack a Portland police officer? Why are Antifa and BLM, who both openly call for violence, not labeled as extremists? Why are hundreds of Antifa and BLM riots that occurred across America in 2020 not called out as extremists? Just this week, riot fencing and concrete barriers were reinstalled outside of the federal courthouse in downtown Portland due to ongoing Antifa rioting. Where are the federal warnings and advisories? A dangerous new narrative is being rolled out that is likely going to have a disastrous result. Alert USA urges listeners to maintain a high level of situational awareness as we move into the warmer months. There are many angry people from every possible political and social leaning looking for an opportunity to vent. This is on top of the ongoing threat from foreign terrorist organizations who will soon find it much easier to enter the United States because of chaos unfolding on the southern border, the dramatic increase in the number of refugees being settled in the U.S. from the Middle East and North Africa, the lifting of the so-called Muslim ban, as well as a gradual reopening of international travel. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, there were more than 540,000 deaths in the U.S. attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. 
Businesses are now mostly open in all states with the exception of Oregon, California, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. While 15 states have completely ended mask mandates and other social restrictions, listeners are reminded that the CDC still requires the wearing of face masks while in public transportation and at transportation hubs. In Latin America, Brazil's leading healthcare institute says the country is facing an unparalleled catastrophe. COVID intensive care units in virtually all of Brazil's 26 states and the federal district containing the capital are now either at or perilously close to capacity. According to the UK Guardian newspaper, while Brazil is home to only 2.7% of the world's population, it accounts for more than 10% of the world's COVID deaths, which is second only to the United States. Brazil's tragic situation is attributed in large part to the new P1 variant of the virus, which is significantly more contagious. More than 2,000 deaths a day are already being recorded in Brazil, largely as a result of this new strain. New research released earlier this month shows that the Brazilian variant also appears to be better at escaping natural immunity. It is estimated that the P1 variant evades between 25 and 61% of immunity gained from prior infection with a previously circulated strain. This new strain of the virus has now been detected in more than 20 countries, including here in the U.S., Just this week, new cases of the Brazilian strain of the virus have been reported in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Arizona, and California. Following Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, Mexico, and Peru are also struggling with the virus. The European Union also remains one of the hardest-hit parts of the world. The ongoing health emergency is particularly acute in Montenegro, Serbia, Hungary, the Czech Republic, and Estonia. Germany is now firmly into its third wave. With intensive care units close to overflowing, on Thursday, France's Prime Minister announced yet another partial lockdown. Paris residents can leave home only for essential trips or exercise, and non-essential travel to other parts of the country is banned. These rules went into effect on Friday at midnight and will last one month. As to be expected, large numbers of Paris residents headed to railway stations and the highways on Friday morning so that they could get out of the city before the restrictions went into effect. In travel security news, Listeners are reminded that two weeks ago, the U.S. Embassy in Mexico City issued a health and security alert urging U.S. citizens to reconsider spring break and other non-essential travel to Mexico due to COVID-19. Cases and hospitalizations remain high throughout most of Mexico, and consular services, like appointments for emergency passports, remain limited in many locations due to the pandemic. On Thursday of this week, AlertUSA subscribers were informed that the Department of Homeland Security had once again extended the restrictions on non-essential cross-border land travel with Canada and Mexico through April 21st. Additionally, the CDC now requires all air passengers entering the United States, including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. If you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, AlertUSA also regularly recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. You can find more on these and other stories in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit the new ThreatJournal.com website and sign up today. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email 
of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, March 20th, 2021.